This coronavirus of 2020 lasts all over the world for more than a year. When the scientists discovered a vaccine, the people had hoped that it would end. But will life as we knew it before ever return? I think many things will never be the same. Even in the hearts of the people who have gone through this coronavirus, there is a significant change. For which of us can watch an old movie and see them without masks and see them having parties or being together and not feel something's wrong? The masks are missing. They're sitting too close together. We have been affected very dramatically by this virus in ways that have never happened before in our lifetime. I believe it's a prelude to the Great Tribulation that is to come from God upon this entire world. Life as we have known it is basically over. We enter a new life that we've never had before on this earth. Some of the people will try to go back to the old life. Actually, a majority of the people will try to go back to the old life. I think they will be thwarted in that attempt. The day of the Lord that comes is darkness and not light. And the prophet Amos in Amos chapter 5 said, It's darkness and there's no light in it. Several of the prophets have said, Joy will cease. The mirth of the bride and the bridegroom will come to an end. These are Old Testament prophets that God showed this two back centuries and centuries ago. If you want to know what it'll be like, Amos chapter 5 tells us, for that prophet saw very clearly what this was going to be that was coming upon the earth at the end. Start at verse 18, Amos says, Woe unto you that desire the day of the Lord, To what end is it for you? Now he describes the day of the Lord. For the day of the Lord is darkness and not light. As if a man did flee from a lion and a bear met him. Or went into the house and leaned his hand on the wall and a serpent bit him. Shall not the day of the Lord be darkness and not light, even very dark and no brightness in it? During December 2020, I heard a newscast where a man who had been selling Christmas trees said people were just buying them as fast as he could get them. And what they were saying is they wanted something that was joyful in their lives. So they were putting up Christmas trees in their houses. What a temporary measure. What a futile measure. 
a temporary joy that is vain as a puff of smoke that blows over their heads and is gone forever. For they will not be able to make the day of the Lord, that which is coming upon this earth, they will not be able to make it light. Things will never be the same again. Though they will try to make them the same, they will not be the same. And I think this coronavirus is a bit like that. We'll see what happens to the vaccine. But I doubt that the jobs, many of those jobs that people trusted in, I doubt that they come back as they did before. I think people will have to scale down. And I think they will be despondent. But those who know Bible and know God know it's coming. Something much stronger than coronavirus is coming on this earth. This is just a little taste of that which is coming. It enables us to see how the whole world will be involved when the Great Tribulation comes. At first, they may not even recognize anything has changed. The first plague involves hail, fire mingled with blood that will come on a third part of the earth and burn up a third of the trees and all the grass in that area. When I watched the fires in California during October, September, November, December of this year, I kept thinking, this looks like that first plague. I'm not saying it is the first plague, but it looks like it. That's the way I think it will look. Then I was checking CNN News. I have it on my um, Kindle Internet so I can just read the headlines and not have to hear the stories unless I want to go into the stories. As I checked that, I found something else happening. There were great fires at the same time going on in the Amazon rainforest. And there were great fires going on at the same time in Australia in a place called Sand Island. And they thought they might even lose the entire island as a result. See, things happen in places where we might not be aware they are happening unless we are living there. That's what I think God has shown me is going to be to happen with the first three plagues of the Great Tribulation. But by the fourth plague, everybody will know something is going on. The fourth plague affects the entire world, much as coronavirus did. Revelation 8, verse 12. And the fourth angel sounded... And the third part of the sun was smitten, and the third part of the moon, and the third part of the stars. 
so as a third part of them was darkened, and the day shone not for a third part of it, and the night likewise. If there is a third less daylight, wouldn't we know? We're expecting the sun to rise at a certain time. We're expecting darkness at a certain time. What if that sun doesn't rise when we expect it? What if it gets dark before we expect it to? Wouldn't that catch our attention? And likewise for the night. What if the stars weren't shining for a third part of the night? What if the moon wasn't there? It would affect us. I don't know anything about farming, but I think it would affect growing seasons. I think it could cause famines. I'm sure it would affect people in ways that we can't even imagine. But it will get the attention of everyone. And it is not anything man can do anything about. Man thinks they can control this coronavirus with coming up with some type of vaccination. They think they can say where it started and how it started. But when that sun stops shining for a third part of the time, what are they going to say then? I suppose they'll come up with some reason to explain it. But we who know the Bible know what is coming. And we will not be taken by surprise if we know the Bible. Most people in churches don't know the Bible. They have no idea how the world is going to end. This world is going to end by fire. God is going to destroy the heavens and the earth as we know them right now. Everything that we can see with our natural eye will be destroyed. Most people in churches don't even know that. I have a Catholic friend. Um, I don't live in the same city where she lives, but at one time we communicated with each other. I feel certain she has no idea how the world will come to an end, how God will destroy this present heaven and earth. We know the people of the world don't know. The people who think there's global warming and that things are changing and they can fix it, they don't know that everything's going to be destroyed by God in the end, but we do. We who know the Bible know what's coming. Now what difference will this make to us? Hopefully, we will not put our trust in our jobs or the money we can earn or anything, and we will return more to what God said to do in First Timothy chapter 6. Having food and raiment, let us therewith be content. For the pursuit of money and things of this world is totally futile. And it will be much more depressing if that is your goal. 
for it is not going to work. In Matthew 6, Jesus said, God knows we have need of these things. As long as God leaves us on this earth, I'm persuaded he will provide for us. God even said to me once, if need be, I can fill your backyard with manna for you to eat, if that's the need. What we must do instead of trusting in the future, in the things that we can see, in the governments of men, and things like that. We must learn to trust in God, that he will provide for us as long as he leaves us on this earth. That has to be our trust. And there is a new heaven and a new earth wherein dwelleth righteousness. 2 Peter 3, we will never be able to make this present earth righteous. We can't even make the churches righteous. Some of the greatest abominations that I know of that come out of the churches and grieve me so deeply. We can't even do anything about that because we cannot make them understand. Only God can give us understanding. If you understand, if I understand, it is because of God's mercy in allowing us to understand. Otherwise, we would be just like the rest of the people who don't understand. But because we belong to God and have the spirit of truth in us, we understand what is really truth when we hear it. And we also understand what is not true. So we are not hopeless as we live on this earth. They hope in something that will not work, that we know is going to be destroyed. Well, what do we hope in? We hope in being taken to the new heaven and the new earth wherein dwelleth righteousness. We do not set our hope in what we can see on this present earth because we know it will be destroyed. God has created for us a new heaven and a new earth wherein dwelleth only righteousness. If these things are new to you, read Second Peter chapter 3. You will see what's coming. And hopefully it will cause us to seek after those things which are above rather than seeking the treasures that are on this earth because they aren't going to last. And the end is coming. I think soon it may even come in our lifetime. What we want to do in the meantime is live godly lives and to live in peace. And the only way we can live in peace on this earth is by taking every one of our cares to God in prayer. We must do Philippians chapter 4 verses 6 
and 7 as we live here. Be careful for nothing. Does anything trouble you at the moment? Are you concerned about anything at all? If you are, then you have not settled it with God in prayer. Paul says, be careful for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. And the peace of God, which passeth all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. The day of the Lord is coming. The great tribulation is coming. The end of this world is coming. All the things that we can see with our natural eye will be destroyed by God. But since they're going to be destroyed by God, how can it concern us? Because we trust in God to provide for us one way or another. Thank you for allowing me to speak with you today.